Chapter 8, verses 37 through 43 of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 37 through 41. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Augustine. The Jews had asserted they were free, because they were Abraham's seed. Our Lord replies, I know that ye are Abraham's seed, as if to say, I know that ye are the sons of Abraham, but according to the flesh, not spiritually and by faith. So he adds, but ye seek to kill me. Persostum. He says this, they, they might not attempt to answer, that they had no sin. He reminds them of a present sin, a sin which they had been meditating for some time past, and which was actually at this moment in their thoughts, putting out of the question their general course of life. He thus removes them by degrees out of their relationship to Abraham, teaching them not to pride themselves so much upon it. For that, as bondage and freedom were the consequences of works, so was relationship, and that they might not say, we do so justly, he adds the reason why they did so. Because my word hath no place in you, Augustine, that is, hath not place in your heart, because your heart does not take it in. The word of God to the believing is like the hook to the fish. It takes when it is taken, and that not to the injury of those who are caught by it. They are caught for their salvation, not for their destruction. Chrysostom. He does not say, Ye do not take in my word, but my word has not room in you, showing the depth of his doctrines. But they might say, What if thou speakest of thyself? So he adds, I speak that which I have seen of my father, for I have not only the father's substance, but his truth. Augustine. Our Lord by his father wishes us to understand God as if to say, I have seen the truth, I speak the truth, because I am the truth. For our Lord then speaks the truth, which he saw with the Father. It is himself that he saw, himself that speaks, he being himself the truth of the Father. Origin. This is proof that our Savior was witness to what was done with the Father, whereas men to whom the revelation is made, were not witnesses. Theophylact. But when you hear, I speak that which I have seen, do not think it means bodily vision, but innate knowledge, sure and approved. For as the eyes, when they see an object, see it wholly and correctly, so I speak with certainty what I know from my Father. And ye do that which ye have seen with your Father. Origen. As yet he has not named their father. He mentioned Abraham indeed a little above, but now he is going to mention another father, viz. the devil, 
whose sons they were, in so far as they were wicked, not as being men. Our Lord is reproaching them for their evil deeds. Chrysostom, another reading has, And do ye do that which ye have seen with your father, as if to say, As I both in word and deed declare unto you the father, so do ye by your works show forth Abraham. Origin. Also another reading has, And do ye do what ye have heard from the Father. All that was written in the law and the prophets, they had heard from the Father. He who takes this reading may use it to prove against them who hold otherwise, that the God who gave the law and the prophets was none other than Christ's Father. And we use it too as an answer to those who maintain two original natures in men, and explain the words, My word has no place in you to mean that these were, by nature, incapable of receiving the word. How could those be of an incapable nature who had heard from the Father? And how, again, could they be of a blessed nature who sought to kill our Savior and would not receive his words? They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. This answer of the Jews is a great falling off from our Lord's meaning. He had referred to God, but they take father in the sense of the father of their nature, Abraham. Augustine, as if to say, what art thou going to say against Abraham? They seem to be inviting him to say something in disparagement of Abraham, and so to give them an opportunity of executing their purpose. Origin, our Savior denies that Abraham is their father. Jesus saith unto them, if ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham, Augustine. And yet he says above, I know that ye are Abraham's seed. So he does not deny their origin, but condemns their deeds. Their flesh was from him, their life was not. Origin. Or we may explain the difficulty thus. Above it is in the Greek, I know that ye are Abraham's seed. So let us examine whether there is not a difference between a bodily seed and a child. It is evident that a seed contains in itself all the proportions of him whose seed it is, as yet, however, dormant, and waiting to be developed. When the seed first has changed and molded the material it meets with in the woman, derived nourishment from thence and gone through a process in the womb, it becomes a child, the likeness of its begetter. So then a child is formed from the seed, but the seed is not necessarily a child. Now with reference to those who are from their works judged to be the seed of Abraham, may we not conceive that they are so from certain seminal proportions implanted in their souls. All men are not the seed of Abraham, for all have not these proportions implanted in their souls but he who is the seed of Abraham has yet to become his child by likeness. And it is possible for him by negligence and indolence even to cease to be the seed. But those to whom these words were addressed were not yet cut off from hope. And therefore Jesus acknowledged that they were as yet the seed of Abraham and had still the power of becoming children of Abraham. So he says, if ye are the children of Abraham, do the works of Abraham. If the seed of Abraham, they had attained to their proper sign and growth.
they would have taken in our Lord's words. But not having grown to be children, they cared not, but wished to kill the word, and as it were, break it in pieces, since it was too great for them to take in. If any of you then be the seed of Abraham, and as yet do not take in the word of God, let him not seek to kill the word, but rather change himself into being a son of Abraham, and then he will be able to take in the Son of God. Some select one of the works of Abraham, viz. that in Genesis. And Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. But even granting to them that faith is a work, if this were so, why was it not do the work of Abraham, using the singular number instead of the plural? The expression as it stands is, I think, equivalent to saying, do all the works of Abraham, i.e. in the spiritual sense, interpreting Abraham's history allegorically. For it is not incumbent on one who would be the son of Abraham to marry his maidservants, or after his wife's death to marry another in his old age. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth. Chrysostom, this truth, that is, that he was equal to the father, for it was this that moved the Jews to kill him. To show, however, that this doctrine is not opposed to the Father, he adds, which I have heard from God. Alcyon, because he himself, who is the truth, was begotten of God the Father, to hear being in fact the same with to be from the Father. Origen, to kill me, he says, a man, I say nothing now of the Son of God, nothing of the Word, because the Word cannot die. I speak only of that which ye see. It is in your power to kill that which you see, and offend him whom ye see not. This did not Abraham, Alcyon, as if to say, By this you prove that you are not the sons of Abraham, that you do works contrary to those of Abraham origin. It might seem to some that it were superfluous to say that Abraham did not this, for it were impossible that it should be. Christ was not born at that time, but we may remind them that in Abraham's time there was a man born who spoke the truth, which he heard from God, and that this man's life was not sought for by Abraham. Note too that the saints were never without the spiritual advent of Christ. I understand then from this passage that everyone who, after regeneration and other divine graces bestowed upon him, commits sin, does by this return to evil incur the guilt of crucifying the Son of God, which Abraham did not do. Ye do the works of your father, Augustine. He does not say as yet who is their father. Chrysostom, our Lord says this with a view to put down their vain boasting of their descent, and persuade them to rest their hopes of salvation no longer on the natural relationship, but on the adoption. For this it was which prevented them from coming to Christ, viz. their thinking that their relationship to Abraham was sufficient for their salvation. Verses 41 through 43. Then said they to him, we be not born of fornication, we have one Father, even God. 
Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Augustine. The Jews had begun to understand that our Lord was not speaking of sonship according to the flesh, but of manner of life. Scripture often speaks of spiritual fornication, with many gods and of the soul being prostituted, as it were, by paying worship to false gods. This explains what follows. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one Father, even God. Theophylact, as if their motive against him was a desire to avenge God's honor. Origin, or their sonship to Abraham, having been disproved, they reply by bitterly insinuating that our Savior was the offspring of adultery. But perhaps the tone of the answer is disputatious more than anything else. For whereas they have said shortly before, we have Abraham for our father, and had been told in reply, if ye are Abraham's children, do the works of Abraham. They declare in return that they have a greater father than Abraham, i.e. God, and that they were not derived from fornication. For the devil, who has no power of creating anything from himself, begets not from a spouse, but a harlot, i.e. matter, those who give themselves up to carnal things, that is, cleave to matter. Chrysostom. But what say ye? Have ye God for your father? Do ye blame Christ for speaking thus? Yet true it was that many of them were born of fornication, for people then used to form unlawful connections. But this is not the thing our Lord has in view. He is bent on proving that they are not from God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Hilary. It was not that the Son of God condemned the assumption of so religious a name, that is, condemned them for professing to be the sons of God and calling God their father, but that he blamed the rash presumption of the Jews and claiming God for their father when they did not love the Son. For I proceeded forth and came from God. To proceed forth is not the same with to come. For when our Lord says that those who called God their Father ought to love him, because he came forth from God, he means that his being born of God was the reason why he should be loved. The proceeding forth having reference to his incorporeal birth, their claim to be the sons of God was to be made good by their loving Christ, who was begotten from God, for a true worshiper of God the Father must love the Son as being from God, and he only can love the Father who believes that the Son is from him. Augustine. This, then, is the eternal procession, the proceeding forth of the word from God. From him it proceeded as the word of the Father, and came to us. The word was made flesh. His advent is his humanity his staying, his divinity. Ye call God your father. Acknowledge me at least to be a brother. Hilary. And what follows? He teaches that his origin is not in himself. Neither came I of myself, 
but he sent me origin this was said i think in allusion to some who came without being sent by the father of whom it is said in jeremiah i have not sent these prophets yet they ran some however use this passage to prove the existence of two natures to these we may reply paul hated jesus when he persecuted the church of god at the time viz that our lord said why persecutest thou me now if it is true as is here said if god were your father ye would love me the converse is true if you do not love me god is not your father and paul for some time did not love jesus there was a time when god was not paul's father paul therefore was not by nature the son of god but afterwards was made so and when does god become anyone's father except when he keeps his commandments chrysostom and because they were ever inquiring what is this which he saith whither i go ye cannot come he adds here why do ye not understand my speech even because ye cannot hear my word augustine and they could not hear because they would not believe and amend their lives origin first then that virtue must be sought after which hears the divine word that by degrees we may be strong enough to embrace the whole teaching of jesus for so long as a man has not had his hearing restored by the word which says to the deaf ear be opened so long he cannot hear end of chapter eight verses thirty seven through forty three